Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast, everyone. How is everybody doing? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Whenever and wherever you are listening. (sighs) Guys. I don't want to complain too much because then I'll be going off on a rant, but... I don't think this nine to five life is working for me. For me, is it working for you? Like, I, I think I'm going to talk about that later on this month. Like, what to do when all you have is your job? I feel like that's all I have is my job. I don't have any kids. I'm single as hell, and like, I, I don't. I come home and I'm just like, okay, what? Like, I, I bought Louis Vuitton earrings and I'm, I'm still empty but I look cute. Um, tonight, we're going to talk about Balenciaga. We're going to talk about pedophiles. We're going to talk about Kanye West, anti-Semitism, anti-anti-Semitism. And we're going to talk about the psychology of Kim Kardashian. I feel like These topics in the last seven to ten days have been really hard to ignore. Um, I don't take any of you to be like the biggest Kardashian fan. Uh, I know a lot of you are fans of Kanye West's music, just like I am. But it's very hard for me to stand by him as uh, a supporter these days because it's 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 embarrassing it's really embarrassing and i i know now that i hold a perspective on jewish people that's not popular and i i didn't know that so i'm i'm going to share that tonight um but what i what i really want to get into first is um balenciaga now i've i've tweeted in the past that Balenciaga in my opinion is is trash it's a trash brand not because of what we what of what's been exposed of them in the last few days because my god my god it's just been it's wow wow um None of their designs caught my eye. And, like, you know, honestly, I put Michael Kors, I put, like, to me, like, Balenciaga is Michael Kors. Like, if those of you who don't know, I hate Michael Kors. I fucking hate Michael Kors. I hate Michael Kors. Like, to me, growing up, like, the most basic bitches got Michael Kors. And like when I looked at the price tag of Michael Kors, I was like, huh, okay. So it's it's like we're we're showing off like $150. Like, okay. So background story, like no one that I grew up with could afford like a full price Michael Kors. Okay, that's that's besides the point. The point is Balenciaga is trash. Okay. It's a trash brand. They used to sell trash bags for like $1,700. I mean, this brand is just so like, I thought them hiring Kim Kardashian was like their desperate attempt to go mainstream. And in the last like 
since like 2018, they have gone mainstream by, you know, they, they, they paid Cardi B to put Balenciaga in her song up. She goes, I want those Balenciagas, the ones that look like socks. Yeah, they paid for that. They paid for that. And they, like, they paid to get infiltrated in our culture, like our mainstream culture through Kim Kardashian, through Kanye West, through um, Cardi B. And here's the thing about the fashion world. Like the fashion world to me has always been mysterious, has always been edgy. And has always been, um, did I say mysterious? I think, I think I said that. But like, it's always been, there's always been this like obscurity around the fashion world. And it's like, you almost had to be in the fashion world to like understand. Cause, it, you know, to the outside person, a lot of these clothes that are being shown on the runway during fashion week, they look ridiculous. They look ridiculous. And they, they spit out names like hot couture and, and 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 exclusive and and one of a kind and blah 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 it's like no one first of all like the average person cannot afford what they're putting on the runways and like i in my state of arizona we have one mall called fashion square mall where it's like you can get designer shit but that's that's it um and there's a balenciaga in that mall and like I let me let me just give you a background story in case you've been living under a rock. The brand Balenciaga last week released an ad featuring BDSM teddy bears and children posing on a bed with these bears. Let me tell you something about these fuckers. Like I I don't know what it is about people always wanting to push the envelope when it comes to like mainstream media and and I, I want to tie this into like cuz cuz it's not the artists like doing these things right it's the photographers it's it's the directors it's the um the costume designers the set designers it's it's all these creative people in the background that are the weirdos and that's what we kind of have to understand this Balenciaga issue is multi-layered. I mean, you got the you got the executives who take the blame for everything when things go wrong, and then you have the creative directors and designers, and then you have the spokespeople like Kanye West and Kim Kardashian who are merely just puppets. You know, the brand tells them wear this on this day, we're going to pay you this much or we're gonna we're all of your press conferences we're we're going to um style you and you can't wear any other fashion brand for the next five years like that's that's part of the deal you know Kim Kardashian and Kanye West well, I'll get into their psychology later and I'll explain why they will never cut ties with Balenciaga it's just not gonna happen and for us to expect that from them is just kind of stupid. So Valenciaga hired 
certain art directors and certain photographers that thought this would be a great idea to put together an ad campaign to sell BDSM teddy bears. I mean, like this is it's not to me, I don't think they were selling anything. I feel like they were sending a message, not to the general public. I think they were sending a message to their fellow pedophiles, to their fellow child rapists, to their fellow fucking degenerates of human, the human species. Like these people are fucking awful. So what they did is they took teddy bears and they put BDSM attire on it and for those of you who don't know what bdsm is it stands it's it's like bondage sex it's like sex with whips and chains and gags and spikes and leather and it's 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 for adults it's not for children so the fact that like it was associated with children makes me go okay like I don't even leave room for question I don't leave room for are they maybe are did did they make a mistake were they kind of like did they not know it's gonna come off this way they knew what they were doing let me tell you something about child predators they know that their desire for sex from children is wrong. They know it's wrong. And trigger warning, you guys, I'm going to get really graphic. I'm going to get really graphic because some of you have kids. Some of you have young children. Some of you were abused sexually as a child. You know, um... I'm going to say some really, really graphic things. So if this part, if, if this type of subject matter is not for you, skip ahead to like the 20 minute mark, because for the next nine and a half minutes, I am going to talk very openly about pedophiles. Did you know that 98% of child molesters were molested as a child? So we have a problem. We have two problems. We got abused kids turning into abusers. That That's a problem. And then we have a problem with holding those former abused kids turned into abusers accountable. So how does someone become a pedophile? Are they born that way? In my experience from being a victim of a pedophile and from looking at pedophiles from a criminal justice perspective, I don't believe that pedophiles are born attracted to children. I do not believe that pedophilia is on the spectrum of sexual orientation. I do not believe that because when I know something, I know a little something about pornography. I know a little something about sexually explicit imagery and, and exposing yourself to that. Um, 
a pedophile evolves in, into a pedophile. So you have someone who is very sensitive to sexual imagery. And a, a lack of self-control. So you have someone very sensitive to the stimuli of pornography. I don't know if you've seen pornography, but pornography is designed to stimulate the senses this, this, in, a, in a way that is not, in a way that it was never intended to be. Whenever you watch pornography and you're turned on by it, it's like a drug and it's like depending on like what you're looking at like like it does it for you it makes you come like it makes you ejaculate and what I want people to understand is like the the human I'm not making excuses for pedophiles but like the human mind is is manipulated and it and the senses are hijacked and and it's like your pleasure centers are all fucked with because of the angles, because of the lighting, because of the the noises. And they do so many things in pornography to enhance the visual experience. At some point, like people's preferences in pornography become dull for them. It becomes normal and it it doesn't produce the same pleasurable effects aka if someone's been watching the same type of porn for like five years it's no longer going to make them come it's no longer going to make them ejaculate so what do they do they seek higher forms of stimuli how like and, and then so you go from watching regular porn to like hardcore porn and then you're watching like fetish porn then you're watching like extreme forms of fetish porn then you're watching then and then you dive into a territory that I've never gone myself that I will never go I I, I mean I I just don't like there 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 are places on the internet where people like Jeffrey Dahmer go to go to watch videos and 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 this is where the pedophiles live. These people have overstimulated their minds and their sexual organs so much that it takes something so graphic and so extreme like children. Something that's like, and the reason why it's so graphic and extreme is because it's wrong. It is wrong. It is wrong on every fucking level, on a moral level, on a, 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 uh, just as objectively, subjectively, like to use a child for sexual gratification is evil. It's evil, it is evil, and to make an advertisement that says, hey, this is this is cool, or this is acceptable, or to me, it was a slap in the face. 
to victims. It was a huge slap in the face to children who are going through this shit every day, who are not realizing that, oh, like, me being touched is wrong. I think that a big part of why child sexual assault is going on and has gone on, like, under, like, I've... It's, it's, it's always been there and it's never gone away. And I feel like, I feel like we're failing the kids because I feel like, I feel like us as a population around the world, I feel like we don't want to look at it for what it is. It's child porn. It's child porn. Think about your little brother. Think about your your um, baby sister. And think about some strange adult taking out their dick and just like whacking it and coming all over their face. I'm sorry to get like this. I'm sorry to say that. But that's what happens. That's what sells. That is what's being traded on the internet. That type of Im- that type of imagery. And for Balenciaga to hire any creative person, whether it's a photographer, a designer, a, a set designer, a-, a-, a audio engineer, I don't give a fuck. For them to hire people who 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 think it's cool to post images of naked children in compromising uh, positions because these are the type of images that are on these creatives' Instagrams and their individual social medias. I don't have people's names. I don't give a shit to give them a platform and to give them more notoriety. But, like, I know that one of the photographers for this ad campaign is like some weird fucking Satanist. And here's the thing about these bitches and like their Satanist imagery. It's like they, they, they would, they wouldn't stand against Satan. Like they couldn't look Satan in the eye and stand up against him. Like they, like people, like these people who like worship Satan because it's an, because it's an aesthetic are the worst, are, are big pussies. They're the biggest pussies. And I can only speculate why, why children? And like with this whole like Epstein billionaires having sex with children on private islands, it it has me thinking like, okay, you know, the average person is not buying Balenciaga. You know, because I, I don't know about you. I don't got the extra $2,000 to spend on a fucking BDSM teddy bear. I, I don't. So I feel like there's something going on with rich people. I mean, is that so far-fetched? Like, I and this ties into, like, our next topic. And it's about cryptocurrency billionaires all of a sudden dying. 
you have this one crypto billionaire who tweeted that certain groups are molesting children. Surprise, surprise. He ends up dead like an hour or two later. He's found in the ocean with his wallet and all of his clothes on. Something weird is going on. Something weird is fucking going on with this crypto world. Here's my analysis on cryptocurrency. I think it was a huge experiment. All of it doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, If you think about how the United States like tracks all of our money with receipts and online banking and um, just the way the apps talk to each other, like there's no way that like your your information, especially your transactions, are not being tracked somehow. And that was like the appeal with cryptocurrency, like oh, your transactions are not going to be traceable. And 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 knowing what I know about certain laws, certain federal laws here in the United States. For instance, the National Security Act, which requires financial institutions to report on any suspicious financial activity. For example, someone deposits $100,000 cash and has no business and it just looks fishy, right? It just looks fishy. Well, a financial institution has to write what's called a SAR report. And um, that stays on record with the financial institution just in case something weird goes on and the government has to look back and say, oh, you were doing something with this money back on this year. And so there's a reason why I think that this whole cryptocurrency debacle I mean, all of it. I, th- I think. I think it's an experiment. I think it. I think whoever or who, I don't know. It could be a lot of people interested in seeing how a new financial world, especially a digital financial world, could be set up. Because, because what do we have today? We have a gentleman that's twenty nine. Okay. His name is Sam Sam Bakeman-Fried. This guy's been in the Bahamas, jacked up on fucking Adderall, having a polyamorous relationship, creating one of the biggest companies that has ever existed. And I'm over here following the rules, obeying the law, doing everything I'm supposed to do, and I I don't have a billion dollars. It's like, what what do I have to do? What what scam, what Ponzi scheme do I have to create? What government official dicks do I have to suck to get that type of fucking money? My God, this country does not reward hard work, honesty, and integrity. It rewards fucking privilege, white skin, fucking, uh, 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 like, generational wealth like it it, fuck this country i'm so mad that this motherfucker is is it's and and i'm really mad at god because why is god gonna allow even even if it all came crash even if it all came crashing down 
He's going to allow this fucker to be a billionaire and to fuck like 19 people and to be jacked up on Adderall at the same time. This guy had a blast. He had a fucking blast. You don't think that sounds fun? Wake up every day, get high as fuck on amphetamines and make and trade billions of dollars. I'm sorry, that sounds fun. And get away with it and, and, and be on the news and have the president ask you for money. Oh, oh, it's the, pre- oh the president just asked me to borrow money again. <laughs> like, how big would your ego... Fu- no, think about it. Think about it. How big would your ego fucking be if the president of the United States was asking you to borrow money? And you're twenty. And you're in your twenties. No one could tell me shit. No one could fucking tell me shit. I would think that I would rule the world. And that's the issue. Is like when these when these hotheads, when these billionaires get like a big idea, and it's built on false pretenses, and they get all these investors. We're the ones who end up paying for it, us regular people, because it's like there's an investigation that has to be launched and like all of these like regulations and 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 like now crypto's going to be like, let's say it wasn't an experiment. Let's say it was like a genuine thing that was about to be legitimized now it's it's done now it's done like it's just like to me i feel like they were just banking on the hopes of people thinking that they're gonna become the next goldman sachs i mean like to the regular person it was almost like oh now's my chance to buy these bitcoins and set my family up for generational wealth just like just like all these other rich people did a hundred years ago like I, f- I feel like they sold that dream in the form of tokens i don't feel like any of this shit was going anywhere because if you think about it it's like it's like it's like what it's like it's like out of all the thousands and tens of thousands of tokens that were listed on the on on these um currency exchanges like they did, did people think they're all going to be used one day even if even if not in the United States like anywhere else like i i don't know lastly tonight i want to talk about kim And one thing that, like, her father, Robert Kardashian, the lawyer, I remember I was watching something and he told her, you know, like, you're so vain. Like, you're really vain. And, like, what vain means is, like, you're, like, very into yourself. You're very into your looks. And I feel like Kim Kardashian is very vain to the point where it doesn't matter who it's hurting, um, sh- I don't know why people expect her to cut ties with Balenciaga because she is so about herself. I think this year we really learned. I, f- I feel.
feel like I feel like I feel like we got the proof that we needed to finally accept that her whole image and career was orchestrated um and it was it came out that her mom basically told her to make a sex tape and her and ray j agreed to have it released under the false pretense that it got leaked somehow and without putting direct blame on Ray J, it was just left up to the public to assume that Ray J leaked it. And it turns out 20 years later, there's a whole document with Kim Kardashian's handwriting stating that they agreed to release this tape for X amount of money and like all, all this shit. And like, boom, fast forward years later, she is a, she, she's a household name. Some may argue that she is a legend. And it's almost like there's no going back now. There's no canceling her now. And I don't think that's true. Because with the, with this um, with this Balenciaga, like, I don't want us to take our foot off of Kim's neck. And this is not about canceling Kim. This is about standing up for what's right. I, I feel like. Her being complicit. First of all, her staying. Let's just let's just keep it a buck. She's she hasn't cut ties with the brand. Her statement was 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 just full of shit. She said something along the lines of, "My relationship with this brand is contingent upon their willingness to take accountability and make sure that something like this never happens again." Kim, they should have never made an ad. That signals to pedophiles that, hey, we're on your side. That's what that ad did. That ad was a signal to pedophiles. That was a green light to pedophiles. Because let me tell you something. These pedophiles, they talk to each other. They have a community. They have forums. They share photos. They share videos. They support each other. They encourage each other. They share secrets on how to groom children, how to molest children. They have code words. And and let me tell you something. These these people, they're men and women, mostly men, but they are they're they're all ages, they're all races, all nationalities. And they're professionals. They are your janitors. They are, they are, don't, don't, for one second, if you think that a, one type of person cannot be a pedophile, I'm telling you, they're a pedophile. They have infiltrated our school system, our government, any industry that deals with children uh uh hollywood like they're everywhere they are everywhere and i i believe that through 
things like this. They, 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 I, be, I believe a lot of their signals to each other go unnoticed to, cause, you know, the, the majority of us were not looking for signals about child porn. That's not what, that's not what we're all looking for. But like, I, I feel like this, this ad is an example of one of those slipped through the through the cracks that the normal person was able to pick up on and say this is not right this is abnormal this is child sex exploitation this is this is this is, this is disgusting and and what are you doing and how dare you and and I applaud everyone for taking a look at Balenciaga's social media, for taking a look at their creative directors and photographers and designers' social media, and calling out the disgusting, the damaging images and and associations with companies that exploit children. Balenciaga's parent company sells child sex mannequins. Why would you need a child sex mannequin? Why would you need a child? Why would you need a child sex mannequin if your nasty ass wasn't fucking jacking off in front of it? We can't let our fucking foot off of these pedophiles' necks. We got to expose them. We got to hang them. We got to prosecute them. We have to go after them. We can't stop. When you kill one, five more appear. You know, I hear a lot about like climate change and, 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 um, you know, the whole Me Too movement. You know, what about the children? What about the children? And what people don't realize is that when these children grow up, they're either going to become predators or they're going to become just like you take someone that is for all purposes is normal. They're born normal. And then they come in contact with the pedophile. And then that that normal child, that normal human being is on a life trajectory where they have to beat the odds. It's like they're more likely to face addiction. They're more likely to have like a uh, uh, mental illness. They're more likely to have a life that is so much more challenging. And, and, and they're more likely to blame themselves for how their life turned out when it all stems from the act of a fucking pedophile. These people ruin lives. These people ruin lives. And for Balenciaga to fucking... And what I want people to understand is that it doesn't stop with Balenciaga. It doesn't start with Balenciaga. Balenciaga was sloppy enough to our... I mean, and thankfully to us, it was sloppy enough to make us kind of go, hmm, okay, what what the fuck else is going on? What the what the fuck else is going on? Like I I I question all of it. And if it stinks, I don't want it. At this point, when it comes to children, I I I don't I don't have room for maybe gray area. Maybe they they didn't think to me when you're putting a child on a bed with a teddy bear that is 
dressed in bondage, that makes me think you want to do bondage to the child. And if that, if uh, uh, to me, if you're a creative director, you know what thoughts you want me to have. You know what associations you want me to make. This is all intentional. And as a creator, as an artist, I feel like I'm being gaslit by by Balenciaga saying, "Oh, we didn't, we didn't know. We oh, we bullshit, bullshit." It's like catching someone with their pants down. That's what happened. So, <laughs> I um. I know it's been about 36 minutes, but I just want to come on the podcast lastly with this subject about Kanye West and anti-Semitism. You know, I I am half black and I am half Navajo. Um, I'm 27. I, I grew up listening to all kinds of music. I grew up in America. I have never, ever seen so much public anti-Semitism in my life. And I just, I, I knew, okay, it got to the point where Kanye West got onto Alex Jones's podcast and said that he is a Nazi, that he thinks Hitler brought valuable things to the table, and he's saying that the Holocaust wasn't real, and he said that um, he loves Hitler. When he said all this shit, I was not surprised. When he said all this shit, I was just kind of like, oh, there it is. There it is. Finally, it comes out. Because here's the thing about hate. Here's the thing about haters. You ever notice that, like, they will say everything. They will scrutinize everything about someone. They will pick apart someone. But like, but it, it, but in the reality, it's, it's, it's really, it's really just hate. It's like they, it's like they'll say everything. They'll make all these excuses except admitting the truth, which is that they hate them. Kanye West hates Jews. For whatever reason, he hates Jews. And that's not okay. That's his internal issue. And for him as a celebrity with millions of supporters. To say that shit. Look, we live in we live in America. He can say whatever he wants. He could say whatever the fuck he wants. He could say I love Hitler all he wants. But he has a responsibility. See, what's happening is he is empowering so many people to express their anti-Semitic views that are not founded in any type of research. It's all assumptions. It's all feelings. And it's all 
oh, I got my sources from Facebook. I got my sources from the Illuminati sector of YouTube. I got my sources from fucking Alex Jones and Kanye West. Like, Kanye West has put out so much misinformation about Jewish people, has put so much um, narratives that are almost conspiratorial in nature about how Jewish people control the media and how they control the world and the financial institutions in America and they're responsible for for all the plight of black people and black people are the real Jews and it's all a conspiracy and Jews were the actual owners of slave people. Stop. Stop. Stop it. I will emphasize that Black people in America generally don't know their original roots. You know, they don't know, they can't say 100% for sure that they're from this region, that, you know, that their personal ancestors are from, you know, wherever. And there's this longing in the, in certain parts of the black community in America of who am I? Where did I come from? Where am I going? Um, and I feel like that gets that gets hijacked by people who don't like to research, for people who like to romanticize history and make it their own. Um, and I have a I have experience with this growing up, where black people, the some that I came across. When they found out I was Native American, they immediately would tie themselves to that and identify with being Native American. And in in my eyes, even though I was half black, I was looking at them as a Native American and was able to call out the hypocrisy and the lies and the cap. And a lot of black people were lied to by their grandmothers, um, saying that they were Cherokee or whatever. And, and, and it's funny to me that all of a sudden they, they just abandon being Native American, being indigenous or what the fuck ever. And all of a sudden, oh, I'm an Israelite. I, I, I am a part of the 12 tribes of Judah. It's like, first of all, it's like half of you saying all this shit from the Bible don't even believe in the Bible. Don't even know what Judaism entails, but you want to say that you you're 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 the free. It's like so much they're they're picking and choosing information about what they think Judaism is about and attaching it to their own identity and saying, "Look, this is who I really am." Ha ha ha, I figured it out. I'm special. They don't want to accept the reality that they'll never know. And I think that Kanye buys into this whole, you know, like, my my black identity was stolen from me and it's being kept from me. So I got to figure out and, and lo and behold, I'm, 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 God, I'm part of God's chose people. And, and it's, 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 they, I feel like these group of black people just want to attach themselves to something that's not black, anything other than black. It, and it's like there's some of them are so ashamed to be black that they will literally say nonsense like I'm indigenous to this land when you were literally stolen from another land and brought here.
I have to have empathy for that. But where I get frustrated is that there's so many people believing and are encouraged by this celebrity who has so much status and so much influence and so and like it's like everything he says is like kind of true and so you have people that are confused don't want to look up facts think that kanye is some fucking prophet this man is a maniac he is off the rails he's off his medicine he needs to be stabilized He is not well. He's not well. And I hear a lot of people in the car here. I read a lot of comments in like the YouTube sectors saying, well, oh, haha, they call him crazy, but they'll, they'll never call him a liar. I'm going to call him a fucking liar. Kanye West, you're a fucking liar because you are the same guy that says that abortion is your Holocaust for black people. Let me tell you something about abortion and Planned Parenthood. The lady who pioneered abortion and Planned Parenthood was the same lady appointed by the one you love, Hitler. So why you want to complain that, oh, abortion was a black people's Holocaust and that you are, that you are, that because of that, you are somehow equal in, in the eyes of others as having the same type of uh, struggle as the, as the Jews. Let's not play struggle Olympics because I promise you, you will lose. So fucking like. You guys, like, this is... <sighs> if he was in front of me right now, I would slap the shit out of him. I would slap the shit out of him. It's like, it's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. But, yeah, the lady who pioneered Planned Parenthood was a what she she was a big researcher in eugenics and eugenics is is like the study of like it it would it's it's racism it's it's like breeding out certain traits of humans that are attributed to like black people and like people who are not a part of the aryan race for those of you who don't know world war 2 was about advancing the Aryan race, like it was like blonde hair and blue eyed, um, and if you were not that, you were sterilized. So it, so and then, you know, fast forward, abortion and Planned Parenthood abortion centers are disproportionately higher and more concentrated in Black communities. So, you know, the Black population would be double what it is now if if there wasn't abortion. So. The lady who, who was a pioneer in eugenics, appointed by Adolf Hitler. The reason why we have Planned Parenthood and abortion and the reason for Kanye West's own personal black holocaust is that lady appointed by the man he loves. So while he sits up here and says, I love Hitler, he's a fucking liar. He's looking for attention. This man has nothing. He has no wife. 
He's no family. And, and how sad, how sad. He, this man talks about how he has a porn addiction. It's like you took the biggest sex symbol and you married it. And it still wasn't enough. Still wasn't enough. You still fucked it up. It's just like, I, I don't, I don't feel bad for these men. Everything that's happening to Kanye, he deserves. Uh, I hope he gets more. And it's just dis, it's just disrespectful. It's plain disrespect. And I don't stand for any of that shit. Nope. Nope. Kanye West can go fuck himself. This is Candace with the Manic Candace podcast. Um, yeah, I didn't think I was gonna go off like this, but like I, I've been, I've been frustrated as a fan, as a, just as someone who find who gets really pissed off when people question. The Jews. I mean, I mean, like, I'm sorry. It's just like, have you read a book? Have you have you read a book? No, I'm serious. Have you read a book? Have you read Night by Ellie Weasel? He is a Holocaust survivor. Have you been to Auschwitz? Do you know what Auschwitz is? Do you know what a cattle car is? Do you know? Like, 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 I, like, I, like, the, the fact that I have to sit here and, and, and dig up horrors in my mind of, of what was documented. Like, I didn't live through that. It's like, I, I think, I, I think the millennials are the last generation to, to receive any type of e- education about what the fucking Jews went through not even a hundred years ago. Not even a hundred years ago. This this was the blink of an eye. This was two grandparents ago. We can't forget what the fuck they went through. We can't romanticize the past and and because look look it's we're in a territory where people with high influence with millions of, of followers and, and and supporters who are going to feel empowered by his message it's irresponsible and he needs he needs to be he needs to be removed at the, like it's at this point like I, It doesn't get any worse than I love Hitler and I'm a Nazi. It doesn't get any worse than that. It doesn't. Uh, if you support him still, I mean, that's your business. I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done. I'm, I'm just done. I'm done. And if he wants to have a sit down with me, I'll tell him what the Jews went through. And I'll let him know that that his his the guy he loves is the reason why all these black babies were not born. So he can take that and go fuck himself. Good night, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening. <laughs> I bid you adieu. I will talk to you next time.
on the Manic Candace podcast. Bye-bye.